0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with John and Lisa. We're so excited. Lisa, it's mid-March. We're almost in springtime, and I love springtime because everything is new. You get all the cherry blossoms, the other blossoms, which you could probably name, but anyway... I just love that season. And Lisa, we've got a really, really special program today. And before we talk about it, let's first of all thank everybody for the way they have rated and reviewed and subscribed to Conversations. Because actually what that does is gets the message out even further. So we join hands together and we reach more people. And you might get your review read on the program, which I'm going to do with Mrs. Avella. Mrs. Avella says, in a season of great loss... I'm so sorry Mrs. Avella for that In a season of great loss and new life This podcast has been a lifeline to me I have hung on to John's and Lisa's words And have been encouraged and filled with good From the word of God Thank you Thank you for leading well and speaking truth. That means so much. And we just pray for the comfort of the Holy Spirit and we pray for the joy of the Lord.
1: Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Well, John, this was a a conversation and an idea I know that you were super excited about. And we are going to actually be joined today by two of our favorite people, uh, by Dr. Josh Axe and Jordan Jordan Rubin. Rubin. Jordan Rubin. And they have put something together. And this is really, this is something, if you're a mom, or your dad, and you're like, wait a minute, what's gonna happen? We are going to help you out with how to raise healthy kids. There's a healthy kids course, and what we're gonna do on Conversations Today is we're gonna feature one of the episodes, but you can go to the Messenger X app and watch all of it. So we need to have healthy children. We get so many questions about how did you raise your kids to eat healthy food? I don't know how to make that transition from unhealthy to healthy and healthy nutrition is crucial for the health of our children and their development. So we need to give some people some tools and a place to start. And, and
0: let me, let me kind of, uh, set up Dr. Axe and Jordan Rubin. Well,
1: but here, do you know the course releases today? I know. So that's why we're talking and, and I about want, it. And I
0: want everybody to understand who these guys are. It, yeah. it, it, very few people don't know who they are, but if you have to Ancient
1: Nutrition. Well, yep.
0: Jordan was the Garden author of, of the national uh, New York Times bestseller... The, Diet. The Maker's Diet. And that was like, a, I, I think, 15, 16 years ago.
1: I, I remember it like in early 2000s. Okay, so 20 years ago. Yeah, it was amazing. And
0: then he started Garden of Life, a very successful health and nutrition company, sold it, and then he and Dr. Axe partnered up, and they started Ancient Nutrition. Dr. Axe is probably one of the most uh, trusted voices on health and nutrition in the country. I know before I ever even met Dr. Axe, I used to go, and when I had a a question on health, I would always, I would Google the question, I would see his name come come up, and I would always go to him first because he just just is so, uh, what do I want to say, logical and godly in his answers. And balanced. And balanced. That's the word I was looking for. So anyway, I just want to make sure everybody understands just the quality of the men that are going to be speaking to you. These are guys that I believe God has put his hand on their life to really speak into this as well as they have done their work. So So.
1: that's, that's amazing. And we are so excited to include you into this healthy living for children, for kids course. So we hope you enjoy it.
2: Hi, I'm Jordan Rubin here with Dr. Josh Axe, welcoming you to Healthy Kids, brought to you by Messenger International. We are so excited to share with you how you can be true stewards of your household, how you can be the leader among your family, and help usher in not just healthy kids, but healthy generations. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they will not depart from it. That doesn't mean they won't zig or they won't zag, but the principles that you model, lead and share will actually stick with them and they won't feel like they're forced to eat a certain way, they will feel like they're blessed to do so. So I'm here with my colleague, Dr. Josh Axe. Dr. Josh Axe is a doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor and certified nutrition specialist. He and I have been working together bringing remedies, content, and powerful tips for the last 10 plus years. And I, myself, for 25 years, have been sharing a message of health and hope after overcoming multiple critical and incurable illnesses. Together, we founded Ancient Nutrition. We've written many books, including our latest, which is Essential Fasting, as well as brought media through our DrAxe.com website which was founded by Dr. Josh Axe. And for our first lesson, we're going to teach you how to feed your family, particularly your children, all the way from the womb to those tricky teenage years.
3: I think one of the things we really wanna be able to do is is really walk you through from birth through high school how to take care of your kids. And and in these lessons, we're gonna go through the natural remedies, we're gonna go through the supplements, we're gonna go through the top foods, we're gonna go through the mindset and emotions and all the things it takes to really help raise and train up these healthy kids in the way they should go, so we're excited to share all this information with you. And so what I want to dive in is talk about, uh, we have a one-and-a-half-year-old right now and our daughter, Arwen, and so with her, I want to talk about that those very you know young kids and infants and the way that you should be feeding them and what we've learned through following a biblically-based diet and the latest research today. and. I know that we're going to go back and forth here a lot. So to start, one thing I do want to mention, Jordan, and this is so important, is is that healthy kids start with healthy parents. So the research shows this, there's something called epigenetics, not to get too deep here, but it's this, is that when you have a mom who's pregnant, and she is uh, her gut health at that time of pregnancy actually affects the kid's gut health later on, so even if you are pregnant, or even before pregnancy, getting your own health great, taking probiot- you know, eating probiotic-rich foods, getting collagen, getting vitamins and minerals, reducing stress, you know, having a healthy spirituality. All of these things actually affect our own bodies, which then affect our kids' health. So just know what you do as parents and kids are wired to model. So just know from the moment, even before the child is born, what you personally do affects their health. And so I know that seems like it's a big responsibility, but it's it's the way we're wired. And so when we had Arwen, you know she lived off of breast milk, you know, to start. And so that was the thing. And so I would just say for her, you know, I think breast milk is that perfect combination of healthy fats, of vitamins, of nutrients, of colostrum, you know, this immune-boosting, uh, you know, uh, amazing uh, amazing nutrients. So so there are uh, things in breast milk that make it the number one thing you could give your child. Now, along with that, starting to supplement different things if, if you, and um, Jordan, actually, all of you speak to this because you've dealt with this with your kids. If you can't give them breast milk, what the next best thing is? to do, but I also want to say when we introduced food is when her teeth started coming in. Now listen, there's lots of different philosophies about, hey, when you should start food. Some people say it's six months. Some people say, wait until they're done breastfeeding, I've heard that before. What we believe is God shows us what when, when a child starts having their teeth come in. That's when we believe, okay, it's okay to start introducing, or it's the most ideal time to start introducing food. Their body is saying, I'm ready. And so when we started Arwen on food, we started with mostly vegetables that were well cooked. It was green beans, it was sweet potatoes, it was butternut squash, but it was a lot of vegetables, some fruits like pears, applesauce. Uh, things like that. But it was really fruits and vegetables were the first things that we introduced to her diet. And the first grain we introduced was rice in the form of congee, just like a mushy rice we introduced. And then we introduced a little bit, bit of um, some healthy fats. We did a lot of avocado. Uh, we did some coconut products. Uh, and then we did some meat. We did a little chicken, salmon, and beef. But again, you can see just very simple. And we also started with a mono diet, introducing one single food at a time. We'd w- we typically waited. 24 to 48 hours before introducing something else. Typically, we waited about two days before we introduced a second food. So I don't went through a lot there, but that's kind of how, how we did it. Yes,
2: and we could talk for an entire lesson on preconception nutrition, yes. nutrition in the womb, et cetera, but we're going to have to get through the teenage years here. So <laughs> all, what I will say is our home experience has been very unique in that we have six children, one biological, five adopted. And so we were forced to depending on when we brought our children into our home, develop infant formulas. And so if you did want to go online and look up natural or whole food infant formulas, typically they're based on a form of milk that is more like breast milk, typically from goat or sheep. I don't have all the time to get into this, but there is a protein that is in typical cow's milk that tends to be more inflammatory and allergenic. It's called beta casein A1. They've even called it the devil in the milk, whereas goat and sheep are more usable by the body. I would create infant formula out of 14 ingredients. I would freeze it back in the day when you could bring liquids on the plane. I would travel with these glass bottles. It was absolutely awesome. And my children would consume formula and or with Joshua, our biological child, breast milk for varying periods of time. But the three foods we introduce first We introduced a three-minute egg yolk. Egg white can be allergenic, so we would basically boil an egg for three minutes and consume the egg yolk only. Now, we would also wait 24 hours to see if it was tolerated. My son Samuel started breaking out from consuming the egg yolk, so we went to the next food, and for him this was his staple, which was bone broth with pureed chicken and veggies in it. So it was basically a puree. We made it ourselves in our high-speed blender, and he consumed that for three years. He loved that chicken soup bone broth, cooked for a long period of time. It was great. If you want that recipe, if you go to drax.com, look up bone broth recipe or chicken soup. It is a great go-to, so digestible. And then our third was a combination of avocado and banana. We try to be 75% avocado. 25% 25% banana, because as soon as the kids get that sweet taste, <laughs> yeah. they're hooked. Now, Dr. Axe mentioned congee. I believe children were not created to consume grains until year three. And I know you might think that's, that's crazy, but weaning age in the Bible was age three. That's when Isaac was named. Yeah. Yeah. That's when Ishmael sort of teased yeah. him, if you remember that. So when you consume a grain before age three, make sure it is soaked sprouted or fermented like a congee, because our bodies don't have the enzymes to digest grains. They do dairy, but not grains. So that's very, very important. But those are really great foods to start with. Focus on fats, focus on proteins. If you start your children this way, breastfeeding is the best. Make sure if you're a mom watching and, and you're in the process of breastfeeding, or maybe you're pregnant or looking to become pregnant, you need to consume enough food and enough fats yourself to keep the breast milk going. So many young moms yeah. don't produce enough from the get-go or long enough, but then have in your back pocket that goat milk or sheep milk-based formula, which you can get the ingredients at any health food store. That's a lifesaver because even the natural and organic powdered formulas just don't seem to cut it, yeah. and it's absolutely sure. critical. how your child's health is the first two years is gonna mirror how it is the rest of their life.
3: Yeah, it's so important. Uh, you know, moving on now to, to, to kids that are, you know, in elementary age, you know, let's say two years and up, I think the big thing is feed them real food, or as Jordan talked about, three years and up. You know, I think those are the years when you really wanna be able to focus on uh, as many real foods as possible. And introducing a lot of foods, I think, you know, oftentimes parent, I think, I read an article recently that said the average person consumes 14 different total foods, yes, 100% true. 14. And so it's like, hey, maybe they're getting vegetables, but maybe it's like just romaine lettuce or just spinach or broccoli, and maybe there's a few others, and then that's really it. Maybe there's one or two fruits in the diet. And so you really want to be able to introduce as many vegetables, as many different fruits, you know, as, as much of these healthy fats as you can in their diet. On a regular basis. So that's what I would really keep in mind is real food. You know, we're gonna cover food swaps. So I think focusing on healthy fats, I would focus on healthy proteins and a lot of fiber rich foods as well. So healthy fats, a lot of things like coconut, avocados, olive oil, maybe nuts and seeds made into that are sprouted made into nut butter. I mean, I, so get a lot of those healthy fats. Um, you know, get a lot of the sources of protein, the salmon, uh, the, the the grass-fed beef, the chicken and turkey, but also things like venison and bison and egg yolk and, and full eggs and things like that. And then the fiber rich foods. it's vegetables and fruits, you know ideally. So those are the things that you want to really load up your kids with load up in your kids' diets but really focus on this. is it a real food? Learn to read that label. When you're buying something if it has 50 ingredients in it, most of the things in there are not real. you know it should say like, almonds you know like that's the you know the best things that you're going to buy have one single ingredient
2: absolutely now for me there were three foods that i prioritized getting into my kids diets i still have a nine-year-old at home and then i have a 24-year-old so it's a pretty broad age range but there were three foods that i tried to get in their diets to help them build strong bones joints connective tissue and a healthy heart and circulatory system and it's great to start these when they're young, one is bone broth. So all of my kids consume either bone broth that we make and prepare or our bone broth protein that we created in 2016 via Ancient Nutrition. So I make my children bone broth smoothies even today. It's kind of my morning routine. I prepare their supplements, I prepare their smoothies because I want to get that in their system. Now you can make a bone broth smoothie with almond milk, coconut milk, or we use raw, dairy milk that is free of that beta casein A1. And dairy is controversial today. Some say it's bad, some say it's good, but we believe full fat, grass-fed raw dairy can be excellent for children if they can tolerate it, which most can. And so mine consume that each day and I don't put a limit on it. My little one had raw milk last night with a little maple syrup and vanilla. It's great. So bone broth, either homemade or in the form of bone broth protein to help build that connective tissue, the collagen that we should be getting in our diet, which is missing today. And raw dairy products, it could be healthy cheeses, it could be milk, we recommend raw grass-fed, it can be kefir or yogurt, but that will give calcium minerals and fats. And number three, and this is a big one, fish. Get them eating fish early. Most yeah. kids don't like fish, period, but if you will introduce fish, and it can be fatty fish like salmon and mackerel, even sardines, it can be wild fish such as cod or orange ruffie or snapper. Fish has nutrients that other foods simply don't, and if kids will develop a taste for it early, it's important, and I'll add this, sour foods are so important. Whether it's getting them to consume an apple cider vinegar salad dressing, or having them consume olives or sauerkraut, the sour taste is something people rebel against, because they want sweet, they want salty, they want fat.
3: Sour actually activates your liver. It's important for your detoxification system. We're living in a world today where most kids are sweet and salty. You want to introduce as many sour and bitter foods and things like umami, like miso and cheeses, the probiotic-rich foods on a regular basis. Get them, even a lot of fish, actually sometimes have a little bit of that umami taste. So you want to introduce, as Jordan's talking about, these different flavors, as soon as you can uh, into their diets.
2: And I know that um, we've talked about infants, toddlers, and maybe uh, grade school age children. We we skipped teens up to this point. And as we're running out of time, I want to say this regarding teens. Maximize the time you have with them at home. Make sure that you are conscientious about their breakfast. That's why I make all my kids breakfast. And My kids all but one are homeschooled, but I still make them their smoothie, make them their breakfast, and then dinner. Make dinner a time where you stuff their faces with the healthiest foods possible. Some of your children are already teenagers and habits are hard to break, but when they're at school, when they're at their friends' homes, it's challenging. Even yesterday at Joshua's football game, our team tries to eat healthy, but he couldn't eat the sandwich that they all shared, white bread, pulled pork, et cetera. So I brought him a smoothie that I had made at home and had him drink it and he's good about it. He knows what's good and what isn't good. He knows that it impacts his performance, et cetera. And teenagers will be compliant if you convince them that eating healthful foods can help them be more physically in shape, smarter, they're better students their skin will be better. That's a game changer. Oftentimes, yes. kids will, st- teens will start eating healthy if you can get them to consume veggies and eliminate maybe wheat and gluten, et cetera, and they see their skin improve, that's a huge one. And also just if your child is into athletics and sports, what you eat is absolutely critical. Eating the good foods can boost performance, A high sugar diet high starch diet gluten and pasteurized dairy can plummet performance so find the way to get your kids to eat healthy and my kids who are teens and i have four of them in the house they're already active on social media and they see matcha tea being recommended so my daughter is making this great matcha drink every morning and they'll pick up that cue from one of the influencers they follow if you choose to let them follow and what's great is natural health is pop culture today so they're already wanting
3: to do it it is it's awesome i think you know part part of this the moral of the story is do everything you can we we started off talking about this modeling that is i'm just telling you it's the most important thing i've i've been to jordan's house Jordan eats this way. You come to my house, like our whole family's. You know, Nikki eats this way. My wife Chelsea eats this way. We eat this way, and we do these you know fun family food nights too, where like we'll make homemade pizza with a cauliflower crust, and we'll go and get our sheep cheese and you know healthy toppings, and you know we'll make it fun together. So I think the more you can do this, it's a family thing you're doing together, the better and the more success you're gonna have as a family.
2: The truth is, and you're gonna teach us in food swaps you can have a substitute that in most cases tastes better than what they would be getting out there and that that goes for almost everything and my kids when they eat which they don't if they were to eat something sort of normal it would be less tasty less satisfying and less delicious
3: today we have access to still so many things that are really healthy that are takes on traditional foods or certain things uh, that you know are processed that people kids you know kids can still have today.
2: When my kids did go to school and one of them still does, the other children are jealous of what they eat. Yes, because awesome. kids now are eating fast food that yeah. or, or traditional school lunch, which isn't much better than when I was in school, but there we, we have really yummy desserts and yep. great food bars and it's it, the meals are awesome. And so we'll take yep. a, a thermos, if you even call it that anymore, and put our sort of grass-fed gluten-free lasagna in there or spaghetti and meat sauce. We don't just give them you know, a sandwich every single day. And yeah. even if we do, the sandwiches are great. So back when I was a kid, that natural foods were disgusting. Today, they're way better, way better, and you can find better tasting, more delicious foods that will make your kids' friends jealous, not just of what they're eating, but how they look and feel.
3: Yeah. So we're excited to dive into all this content and information and share more with you. So coming up in the next lesson, we're going to be talking about food swaps. We'll talk about the foods that are healthy, the foods that are harmful, and what you and your family can eat, your kids specifically, to take their health to the next level.
0: Well, Lisa, what Dr. Axe and Jordan Rubin shared was absolutely amazing. And even though it's focused on kids, I think all of us adults can totally learn from the wisdom. Kids
1: kids follow what their parents are eating. So if you eat unhealthy, you're going to have to make some changes. That's
0: correct. So we just want to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, go through the Healthy Kids course. I mean, you heard one lesson. It just launched on Messenger X. You say, gosh, what's Messenger X? Well... If you haven't listened to the podcast lately, I'll tell you about Messenger X. It's a multi-million dollar app that was developed by a bunch of partners of Messenger International. They have a passion to see you discipled. We have over 40 courses in English. We have eight audiobooks. We have short clips. We have sermons. We have videos for kids. And this app is in 116 languages of the world. I don't think there's any other app in the world that has that many languages. And so, how do you get it? Just go to the App Store. Type in Messenger X. No space between the R and the X. Go to Google Play. If you've got an Android, type in Messenger X. If all you have is a computer, then that's fine. Just type MessengerX.com. The wonderful thing is you can do these courses, read these books by yourself, or you can pull your friends in, and it's one click of the button. Wait, can I say something? With
1: this Healthy Kids course, wouldn't it be amazing if a lot of parents... Yep. Said, let's walk through that course together so you can actually host a group yourself, invite like, hey, I don't want to have my kids eating healthy at my house and so unhealthy good. at my friend's house. You can invite some other parents and say, let's make this transition together and you can do the healthy kids course together.
0: And just as a quick reminder, as we close, please rate, review, and subscribe to Conversations. This really helps more people be able to get the message. And until next time, this has been John and Lisa and Dr. Axe and Jordan Rubin on Conversations.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Conversations with John and Lisa. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to check out our other shows in the Messenger Podcast Network, including The Godmother with Lisa Bevere and Let's Talk About It with Sons and Daughters. You can also connect with John and Lisa through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget, you can download the Messenger X app today in the App Store. Until next time.